Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, welcome back. This is episode number 268. Look, guys, gals, I'm so sorry if I blow you away when I start the podcast. I'm just so excited to be here with you. And there are some podcasts I listen to and the the host is really calm and really quiet. And that's great. That's wonderful. I obviously enjoy the content and I listen, but man, I just can't do that. I can't just start the podcast and be like, hello, friends. Hello. So happy for you to be here. That's just not, That's just not me. It's not my style. So welcome back. I'm excited you're here. This is episode number 268. I want to start by giving a huge thank you to Chris and Aravind. Aravind, forgive me. I'm confident I'm mispronouncing that. Thanks to both of you for posting such kind, encouraging reviews. And a big thanks to all of you out there who are supporting this podcast by sharing it with a friend, by purchasing Rise Nutrition products. If you're like, what is that? You can find a link down in the show notes. Or maybe even by joining the Inner Circle Coaching Group. And if you're interested in that, you can always send an email to support at corylittlecoaching.com. I'll include that email down in the show notes as well. All of those things are really, really helpful, and they mean more to me than you know. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, now let's get to this episode. Three foods to lose belly fat. What? Corey, this doesn't sound like your typical episode. I know, I know it doesn't, right? So here's the thing. Some of you are going to really appreciate this episode, and some of you might get a little mad (laughs) from this episode. But I promise, if you'll hang with me, it will be eye-opening, and it will be helpful. But I'll go ahead right now. We're like a minute, two minutes into it, and I'll let the cat out of the bag. I'm not going to share three foods to lose belly fat. Now, so for some of you, it's like, what? Record scratch. I don't know this guy. This is my first time listening. He's a liar, and I hate it, and I'm leaving. Listen, wait, wait, wait. Just hold on a second, okay? Why am I not going to share three foods to lose f- belly fat? Because that won't help you, and it's not the truth, and I promise all of you the truth. I've always done that from day one with this podcast. So before you stop this episode and jump to something else, let me tell you what I am promising, Okay. I'm promising you something way more powerful than three foods to lose belly fat. I believe what I'm going to share will totally shift your mindset and approach to losing weight. If you've struggled to lose weight in the past and always fall off the wagon and you need to feel like you need to start fresh, then this episode is for you. I'm telling you, it may not be what you want to hear, but I can almost guarantee that it's what you need to hear, especially if you're prompted to click on something because it says three foods to lose belly fat. That's what people who actually care do. They tell you not what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. They tell you the truth, even when it's not the thing that they know will put a smile on your face necessarily. They tell you in a kind, loving way the thing that will really help you move in a positive direction. And that's what I'm committed to doing with this podcast. That's what I do in my coaching group. That's just what I've how I try to live my life in general. And so here's the first truth I want you to understand. There aren't, there are not three top foods to lose belly fat. That's just not how it works. 
You cannot and will not lose belly fat from eating three specific foods. Ooh, broccoli, salmon, and milled flax seeds. Like, whatever. Make up your own list. It doesn't matter. It's not how it works. You cannot and will not lose belly fat from eating those specific foods. You cannot and will not lose belly fat from doing specific exercises either. This episode could have also been titled that, Top Three Exercises to Lose Belly Fat. It's the same thing as like saying three simple things to cure cancer. Now, when I say that, all of you are like, what? Corey, that's stupid. That's silly. Are you kidding me? Like that, we know that's not right. No, no. Three simple things to cure cancer. Just meditate in the sun 20 minutes per day. Drink juiced vegetables and eliminate all processed sugar. Now, will that cure cancer? No, of course not, right? We know that. Those three things might help, but cancer is so much more complex than that. It's complicated. Well, guess what? Belly fat is more complicated than eating three specific foods. It's just not how changing your body works. Look, I'm not just trying to be a buzzkill or a Debbie Downer here. Not at all. I just want to be honest and hopefully open your eyes to a few things. Okay, so let's get into those things. Here's the first one. Companies out there, businesses, they are looking for clicks. They want your attention. I want your attention, right, with this podcast. And I know for a fact if I put out a podcast, I know I've been doing this long enough. If I put out a podcast that says top three foods to lose belly fat, it's going to get way more clicks than a lot of other titles. There are certain things that are just going to grab people's attention. And businesses out there, they want your attention. We live in an attention economy. Getting and keeping someone's attention is like finding gold. Why? Because in this constant distraction, social media, internet world that we live in, attention is scarce. But if someone can get your attention, and especially if they can keep it, then it is super helpful for them. It is super valuable. It helps them with their search rankings or how their social media account does. And it also increases the likelihood that you'll eventually maybe buy their product. So that's the first big thing to understand is like when you're seeing headlines and you're seeing podcast titles or whatever it is, people, businesses, companies, they are looking for clicks because they need and want your attention. Your attention is like gold to them. The second thing that I want to share and expose you to here to open your eyes to is that people are looking for simple solutions. So if companies and businesses are looking for clicks, people just all of us normal people running around in this everyday world, we are looking for simple solutions. It's like, what? Holy crap, wait a minute. You mean I don't have to totally change my diet and exercise consistently? I don't have to do that? Tell me how to fix my problems with three easy steps. I can just eat certain foods. I can eat three foods to lose. All of you idiots out there going to the gym all the time, all of you idiots out there doing keto or some other diet, how did you not see this? You own, there's All you need to do to lose your belly fat is eat these three foods. Are you kidding me? All of you who've struggled so hard to lose weight, there are three easy steps to do it, and you just haven't found it yet. You're an idiot, and I'm smart. <laughs> we don't say that, right? We don't think that. But that's kind of what's baked into it. People, we're, just, we're looking for simple solutions. And at the heart of it is kind of this, this cycle that feeds on itself when it comes to our attention. I don't have time or attention to actually make the necessary changes. So I'll keep looking for and keep feeding myself these simple solutions with big promises, which just takes a little chunk of my time, a little bit more of my time with no return on that time because it's just, 
It's just clickbait, right? It's not going to give me anything solid. And it deepens our addiction to seeking dopamine hits, which just makes us less and less able to focus our attention and make the necessary changes to achieve what we really want because we're constantly hopping from one fun-sounding simple solution with big promises to the next fun-sounding simple solution with big promises. Now, I talked about dopamine there. Some of you may be like, Corey, yeah, this kind of sort of makes sense, but like, I'm not even sure what this whole addiction to seeking dopamine is. So, and this is the third thing that I want to share with all of you. Dopamine and curiosity drive so many of our decisions. Should I click on this? Heck yeah, I should. If our brain could talk to us, here's what it would say. I'm curious. And finding out the answer, whether you realize it or not deep down, finding out the answer will give me a little short-term feel-good sensation in my brain by squirting a little of the feel-good neurotransmitter dopamine out there. Ah, so nice. Plus, it will distract me from the stuff that's right in front of me that I really don't want to deal with. And so that's what we do. We click on one thing after another after another. And these businesses, these companies are loving it because they're getting our attention. And it either allows them to sell ad space or to improve their social media or to, like I said earlier, just increase their likelihood of selling you something. So the fourth and final thing that I want to share here and maybe open your eyes to, and this is a really big one. This is the one that if you've kind of, hopefully you haven't tuned out, but if you have, if you're doing other things, if you're, if you're cleaning the house as you're doing this, if you're walking on the treadmill and you're watching people walk by you in the gym or if you're out for a walk outside, whatever, turn the volume up, pay attention because this is a big one, okay? Choosing the truth is much harder than choosing some unrealistic, overly simplified promise. And for me, if you want me to be completely transparent and 100% honest, selling the truth <laughs> is much harder than selling some unrealistic, overly simplified promise. Unfortunately, many of us, a lot of us, are anxious in life. Now, you may think, what does this have to do, Corey, with selling the truth or buying the truth versus an overly simplified promise? I'm going to bring it all together. Trust me, it's, I think you'll find it makes really good sense for you in your life. A lot of us are anxious. Not everyone this may not be you, but a lot of us live anxious lives. Most people function on a daily basis with varying levels of anxiety. And anxiety is fueled by uncertainty. And uncertainty fuels all or nothing thinking. And all or nothing thinking wants a black and white solution. It demands a clear cut answer. Just tell me what to do. Just tell me what to eat and what not to eat. That's clear cut. That's black and white. And it will temporarily calm our anxiety. But here's the thing. It feels good. And it will calm that anxious mind and make us believe that we have a solution. Now we know what to do. Okay, great. Yeah, now do it. Oh, wait. No, wait. Hold on. Wait. Uh-oh. Now I got to actually do it. Yeah. That's the problem, huh? There's a massive difference between giving our all-or-nothing brain what it's screaming for and then versus actually putting that into action in real life because real life isn't black and white. And if you say, no, Corey, I, I disagree, I think it is, well, that's your right to believe that, and I, I certainly I probably would love to have a conversation with you, and we probably could be great friends and get along, but I would argue that 
anyone that demands that real life, and I'm not saying that nothing in life is black and white. If I said that, that's a black and white thought itself, right? Like that's an all or nothing thought itself. But most of life is not black and white. And if we demand that it is, and we demand black and white, all or nothing answers and all or nothing thinking, that is probably driven by uncertainty and anxiety that's riding below the surface in our life. Real life tends to be, the majority of the time, not black and white. Real life isn't all or nothing. Real life is up and down and back and forth. It's not black. It's not white. It's kind of gray. Most of the time it's gray and it's jumbled and it's messy. And what we must do is learn to live in the middle of all of that, navigate the highs and the lows while still taking steps to move us toward our health goals. Amongst all that life throws at us, if we can just figure out how to not totally abandon our health goals, how to not fall off the wagon, if we can figure out how to do that, then we're winning. And over time, you learn and develop the skills to stay connected to taking care of yourself while navigating stress and riding the waves of life. Because here's a quick little newsflash for everyone, just in case, in case you kind of missed it along the way. There will always be something. There will always be something to stress you out. There will always be something to celebrate. Some holiday, some birthday, some weekend away with friends or your spouse. There will always be stuff on the other end of the spectrum, that stressful stuff, some nasty email or comment from your boss or a family member, some random feelings of grumpiness and just feeling down and unmotivated. There will always be something. And when it's all said and done over the course of one year, 52 weeks, right? Well, you'll probably have about eight or nine unblemished weeks, eight or nine weeks that are uninterrupted and perfect for your perfect little program that is so black and white and tells you exactly what to eat and what not to eat and exactly what to do and what not to do. So <laughs> good luck with that. Call me crazy, but I'm thinking the other 44 weeks of the year are going to win out and you'll probably make very little progress. Matter of fact, if we get really honest, you're probably going to go backwards in a few ways. You'll probably gain weight rather than losing weight while constantly beating yourself up because you're not doing what you should be doing. And you'll slowly deteriorate your confidence because you keep trying and failing. Whether you realize it or not, over and over, you're telling yourself, I can't do this. No, Corey, I don't tell myself that. No, 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 no. Your actions are telling your brain this. I can't do this. I'm going to wait until my schedule clears up and it's a good time to start and I'll get all motivated and get my ducks in a row and I'll grocery shop and I'll meal prep and I'm going to do this. But then life hits. Something happens. Something to stress you out or a party or you get sick or you just get really busy unexpectedly. And then what? You struggle. You quit. You fall off the wagon. Again, for the 17th time, right? And your brain's constantly taking notes going, ah, okay, I see, I see, this is how it works. We, we do this and we get really committed and then we don't. So we do it or we don't. So it's all or it's nothing. Okay, I got it. It's an on and off kind of thing. I see. But here's the other thing I've noticed. Uh, and this is your brain taking notes. Don't forget. Here's the other thing. So we're never actually going to succeed with this. We're never going to finish it because we can't and we don't and we never have. And so we never will. 
and you don't realize it because it's never maybe verbally processed in for you maybe you never actually say this mentally or you never say it out loud or maybe you do i don't know but your actions your repeated actions are telling your brain hey here's the way it works and if you do it enough your brain goes okay i understand we'll make that a belief and here's the way it's always going to work and then we wonder why we struggle and we always fall off the wagon and we can't ever be successful and we're stuck in this this absolutely frustrating diet perfectionism, all or nothing, fell off the wagon on the struggle bus, or I'm doing it perfectly, or I'm not going to do it at all mindset. It's toxic. But it's what we do again and again and again. And why? Why, though, right? Well, there are a ton of reasons, but I believe the big ones are what I listed earlier. In the diet industry, in the weight loss industry, companies and businesses out there will say or do almost anything to get your attention. They'll make crazy promises. Three foods to lose belly fat. And then when they do, and they get your attention, that opens the door for them to offer some overly simplified solution. And people, all of us, me, you, all of us, we are looking for simple solutions. It satisfies that craving for dopamine, and it calms our anxious mind, at least temporarily. So that's not good, right? <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you've if been listening and you identify with this, some of you out there, I'm confident, are like, yes, he nailed it. Like, this has been my experience. And for those of you that it's not your experience, it, I still challenge you to keep listening and to maybe just follow through with what I'm about to share. What can you do about this? Well, here's what I recommend. Number one. Ask yourself, get super crazy honest. Maybe even, as you often hear me say on the podcast, maybe even share this episode with a friend who is really caring and loving but has a really good view of you and your, your lifestyle and your choices. Maybe share it with them and ask them. Ask yourself, maybe ask someone else, am I slipping into this? Am I falling victim to chasing dopamine hits by jumping from one simple solution to the next? I call that diet hopping. Am I doing that? Question number two, if I look back and I'm really honest with myself, is my diet and weight loss history similar to what Corey described in this episode? Now, here's the thing. It doesn't have to be exactly the same, but is your story some version of what I explained? And this is where it might be good to get input from a friend or, or a family member who knows you really well. And lastly, number three. Once you've done number one and number two, <laughs> some of you may want to jump to number three, but I really encourage you to, to do number one, do number two. And then number three, how will you move forward? Will you keep doing the same thing even though it hasn't served you in the past? Or will you step out of your comfort zone and embrace some uncertainty and choose something a little bit different? Will you stop clicking on those clickbait headlines that make overly simplified promises? Will you stop chasing dopamine hits from just consuming more and more and more supposedly exciting information? And will you start doing? Will you start taking action? Will you embrace a different kind of process that's maybe not so clear-cut and might leave you feeling a little unsure at times in the short term, but also can ebb and flow and adjust to your life. I hope that you'll go through those three and take them seriously. Maybe rewind, listen to this episode again, send it to a friend. You guys go through those three things together. 
I hope you'll do that because it can be incredibly eye-opening. I promise you this. <laughs> it can be way more eye-opening and way more helpful than the top three foods to lose belly fat. I hope this has been helpful, my friends. I hope you'll share it with someone. And I hope you know there's so much more to you than a number. So don't let the scales get all up in your head and dictate your emotions and just dominate your headspace. There's so much more to you than that. Are you kidding me? And losing weight is incredible. Yes, I love helping people lose weight. But losing weight is about so much more than the scales. Losing weight is about gaining life and living the life you've always wanted to live. And that I've never heard someone say, oh my gosh, you know what led me to the promised land and led me to the life I really wanted? I clicked on this article that was the top three foods to lose belly fat. And I ate those three foods and I lost belly fat and it totally transformed my entire life. <laughs> I've never heard anybody say that. And if I had to guess, you haven't either. But that's what losing weight is really all about. Living the life you've always wanted. And I know you can do it. I believe in you 100%, but it's not black and white. It's not all or nothing. It's somewhere in the middle, and it can be kind of messy and bumpy at times, but you can do it. You can absolutely do it. I believe in you 100%. You keep coming back. In case you don't believe in yourself, keep coming back. Keep listening. I'll keep working on you. We will get you there. You can borrow my belief, okay? Okay. That's it, gang. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for your time today. I'm honored you spent it with me. God bless. Take care. Bye-bye.